Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 12, verses 38 through 44. We're going to land on a text that is familiar, has to do with a widow's offering. But before we get to that, I want to read the verses preceding it. And before I do that, I want to say thank you to the family leader who is our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about the great work that they're doing in the announcement at the end of this podcast, which includes their website that you can go check out. And I'd encourage you to do that. Verse 38. And in his teaching, Jesus said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. So if you want a further exposition on Jesus lambasting the scribes and the Pharisees, you can go to our devotion from the seven woes that he pronounced against them back in Matthew chapter 23. Those are episodes 5 555, 556, and 557. We did three parts on the seven woes from Matthew 23. This is just a tiny little glimpse of what Jesus thinks about these guys. They're a self-righteous bunch. They like attention. They wear clothes that draw attention to themselves. They pray in a way that draws attention to themselves. They sit in seats of honor so that they get attention. What we find out in many other texts throughout the Gospels is that even though these guys look good on the outside, their hearts are far from God. So they're frauds. It's all about following the rules doing the right thing, looking good on the outside, with a lot of corruption on the inside that gets covered up by these external trappings. So this is what leads up to this text about this widow's offering. Let's move into that. And Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. But then it says in verse 42, a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And Jesus called his disciples and said to them, truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the offering box, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. So he just got done lambasting the scribes for flaunting themselves for the sake of getting respect and honor and attention from other people. And then he points out this humble widow, puts in a minuscule amount of money. And because Jesus knows her situation, he knows that that's all she has to live on. And so she's being very, very generous compared to these other people who are giving lots of money, but they have lots, lots more. This is obviously a shocking counterintuitive statement by Jesus. And we can apply it to our lives in a money sense, which I think is good for us to consider once in a while. I was recently approached to making a donation to a ministry opportunity, and the amount of money I was asked for compared to the capacity that I had to give made it real easy for me to make a donation. Now, hopefully my heart was different than the people who Jesus talks about giving large sums of money in this text, but the truth is I was really giving out of my abundance. That wasn't a hard gift for me to give. It would have been different if it was the last bit of money in my bank account. And I think there are times in some situations if the Lord lays it on our hearts to make a sacrificial donation that when we do that because we want to be obedient to what he's called us to, I think it honors him. I think it pleases him. And I think it can be a declaration of our priority by what we do with our money, even when it might be sacrificial giving. The trick about this is it's hard to put a dollar amount on it. I've been in a position of raising money for ministries for many, many years. 
years. And I learned a long time ago not to judge a particular gift based on the amount. Once in a while here at Christian Crusaders, we'll get a $5 check. Our annual budget is over $400,000. $5 doesn't move us very far toward that goal. But I don't know the situation surrounding the person who was faithful to write us a $5 gift, just like I don't know the situation surrounding the person who writes us a $5,000 gift. That kind of stuff is between the giver and their God. And we're thankful for whatever it is that any generous giver has determined to give. Let's talk about this outside the realm of money for a second. I know of several people who struggle with the thought of what they're supposed to be doing for the sake of God's kingdom. They have a desire to serve him. They have abilities and passions, but sometimes people tend to undervalue what they have to offer. I remember my wife when she felt called to stay home and raise our four kids, struggling with the notion that all she does all day is feed these kids, clean them up, change their diapers, give them baths. Shouldn't she be out doing something more significant for the kingdom? My goodness, raising kids in a godly home, teaching them about the Lord, nurturing them as they grow older. I can't think of anything more important than that, despite the fact that the world maybe doesn't put a lot of value on it. Talked to an elderly woman just the other day. She's got some health problems. Her husband has passed away. She came to a point where she said, Lord, what's my purpose? What do you want me to do? The Lord laid on her heart and gave her an opportunity to write greeting cards to people who suffer from dementia. She writes these cards in such a way as to try to recall some pleasant memory from their past. She always tries to interject something about the Lord. And these cards are used to calm and soothe and comfort these people who are suffering from Alzheimer's or various forms of dementia in their advanced years. The same woman also told me she spends a couple hundred dollars on flowers each year because she wants the place she lives in a retirement community to be attractive to some of the folks who walk by from time to time. She said they'll stop and comment on her flowers, which can then turn into a conversation about the Lord. You might mistakenly look at that woman and compare her to somebody like Billy Graham and say, oh, I don't know how much impact that's making. But she's been very resourceful and very intentional with just the little ability and opportunity that she has. We certainly don't want to be puffed up, attention-seeking glory hounds like the scribes in this text. That's a given. At the same time, we don't want to pass up the opportunity to do things that we think might be too small or too insignificant to matter. This woman who put these two copper coins in the offering box likely never knew the impact she had on Jesus' disciples because of his noticing her and teaching them about the example that she left behind. Not only that, but this story of this lady has been retold again and again. It's been an inspiration to countless hordes of people for nearly 2,000 years. Don't think for one second that God can't or won't use whatever you have to give, provided that your heart is oriented toward him and toward making him known rather than yourself. By the way, if you're inspired to do so. Send us an email and tell us about something quote-unquote small that the Lord has laid on your heart to do that you feel great pleasure in doing for Him, regardless of whether the world acknowledges it or honors it. You can catch us at info at christiancrusaders.org. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. 
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.